This podcast is sponsored by Focus Hope. The views, beliefs, and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or other participants do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Focus Hope, nor do they necessarily reflect or represent the official policies of Focus Hope. Thank you. Hope Speaks, a podcast unifying the communities of Metro Detroit. Welcome to season one, The Church, where we educate the boomers, zoomers, and everyone in between. We're your hosts, Asma and Jess. Welcome back to our podcast, Maturish. In today's episode, Trendyish, we'll be talking about TikTok, the trends of 2021, you know, cancel culture, all these things that we idolize and look up to and are passionate about. Yeah, so really, Asma, do you remember when TikTok really blew up? Like, first it was musically, correct? Yeah, it was, which is like so sad. Because yeah. <laughs> musically was the biggest joke. And it was just, oh, it was sad. And then TikTok happened. And I remember hearing it from like a few kids. They're yeah. like, you're on TikTok. And they would make fun of you and say that. And yeah, I did not like TikTok at yeah, first. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going on that app. That's for all the, you know, eight-year-olds trying to get famous. Yeah, I was like, I'm never going to download this. Months later, I downloaded it. <laughs> yeah. No, I held out longer than that. I was like, a year later. I, I held out till January no, I held out to like maybe like no no, when did I? It was like during quarantine is when I finally was like yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's where everyone broke in quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> like I I was like wait, so they like took down musically? Yeah. Cuz like I used to be musically famous. Oh, oh. I was I was a hot topic y'all. I was well not really. Not really. I didn't believe you. It's okay. But like no, I had like it it seemed like a lot at the time because I was like ten, but I had like a thousand something followers, and it was like strictly wow. it was like an art page. I had an art page. People Can't were really. like, "Oh my god, you're so good!" And I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." Speaking of TikTok, you know, talking about um, the most popular people on there, you know, like Demilio. <laughs> you said that with such anger, <laughs> Charlie. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like and her sister that I can't, I'm sorry, Dixie, but Dixie. That her music I can't, I I will laugh. not, I will not, I cannot, I cannot with that music. Much um, what was that song? It said like the same words like a million times. I don't know. I didn't listen to it. <laughs> like I heard it and I'm like erase, erase. Either way, we can't sing it. We don't want to get copyrighted. But yeah. that was. That is what whiteness and, you know, good eocentric beauty will buy you. Don't know how she has that many followers. Yeah. And well, I mean, all of them. I mean, her boyfriend, what was his name? Whatever. All those, like, white kids on TikTok that are so famous and, like, Addison. Um, all these people, if they weren't white, if they didn't fit that westernized um, concept of beauty and all, have all the, the money they do, um, they wouldn't have blown up. They wouldn't have been yeah. famous. I really find it like if any of our listeners are D'Amelio fans, that's great for you, but we are not. <laughs> um, it's just like sometimes some of the things that they uplift and some of the ideas and yeah. topics that they use this huge platform for are not good yeah. at all. Like, I, I never want to tell someone, 
you have this platform, you have to do this and you have to do that. Yeah, no. But, like, they shouldn't, I mean, me, I would feel obligated to address these issues and to, because, well, I have, like, I have a passion for social justice work. Me and that's too. why we both do this job. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but um, I just feel like also being a minority, if I had that platform. I would go crazy. <laughs> like, I, I would feel obligated to address, you know, injustices and things like that. And I wouldn't waste my time doing TikTok dances. Yeah, but not not only that, but a lot of people on TikTok who have these platforms use it to be openly racist mm-hmm. and normalize being openly racist. Mm-hmm. I have never seen this many people be openly yeah. racist. I mean, dude, when I fall on that fall on that wrong side of TikTok, like when I, something comes up on my for you page that I. I oh I get so scared because you go to the comments and everyone's like yeah 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 like if I see a Ben Shapiro TikTok and then all the comments are like he's so smart I get so scared I I'm get like, I need to so, swipe I need to leave I'm like what what possesses people to actually have this mindset mm-hmm. why do you think the way that you think and I'm not saying that their mindset is I well mean, I am actually this, when people go like you. It's their opinion. I hate it when people do that. When like, they go like, you can't hate on them for, you know, that's their opinion. Um, At this point, racism is not an opinion. And it's it's an identity that you hold. And if you hold that, I can't associate with you. Like, if you have the, I really don't understand it. Because people are like, you can't, can't hate on them or you can't dislike them for having an opinion. I can dislike someone for being openly racist against me. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's not directly targeted towards me they're talking about people who have my skin color yeah Yeah. they're targeting a group of people that i am in Mm -hmm. so why can i not dislike somebody for that that makes no sense to me and then the fact that people are so very very open about it now i haven't seen people be this openly racist ever in my lifetime like in all 17 years of age which is not a lot compared to some people but even people who are way older than me have voiced that even though they lived through some of the very traumatic racist events that have happened and took place here they've never seen people be this openly racist they're too confident honestly and i think it was quarantine it It had to be because well yeah you're at home and you're hiding behind your phone and you're not leaving your house and you just release all these con all this content and you're not going to get any backlash for it yeah so then you find this group of people and you guys unite in public oh, now. That's scary. Like, it's so <laughs> it's so frightening to know that some people really think like this. Some people are really... Hateful, yeah. This hateful for why? Because I look some way. What? And it's really interesting when you see that people on the other side, well, not even that there should be sides, because to me there's only like that one side, but that hold those quote-unquote progressive, even though I don't think they're progressive. At all. Um, ideals and um, way of thought are immediately, you know, their content's being suspended. I mean, if you see someone comment something about, like, free Palestine and, like, things in support of that, they will have their account suspended. And, you yeah, know, they what? will not be able to really say more content just because these people controlling these at the end of the day are all, again, biased and... They will always, you know, conform to the the whiteness of society. Yeah. Do you do you know what the term shadow band is, Asma? No. So for all of you listeners and 
anyone out there who does not know what the term shadow ban means. It's basically when TikTok and your they don't notify you of it, to be honest. They might like hint to it or something mm-hmm. or like give you a warning. But shadow banning is when TikTok basically prevents your new videos and your new content from appearing on people's For You page. And when it's like a social activist, someone who's very mm-hmm. um, social justice orientated, who figures these things out. Because you can tell when you're being shadow banned, your drop, your views will drop dramatically. Like you might go from thousands to a few hundreds. You might get a hundred likes. You might get a few, like, couple comments, but it's not going to notify your followers or those people who are interested in your content and who might be interested. It's not going to put their content out. They're basically shadow banning them mm-hmm. from anybody discovering this person. So, like, once a lot of social justice oriented people have been shadow banned, there's been a lot of people speaking out about it, and there's a lot of people who, like, tag TikTok in those comment sections and then eventually they'll magically not be shadow banned anymore once they see so many people are actually seeing this person's content even though they weren't supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's horrible. Yeah. I mean, have you seen like, oh, you know when women on TikTok are always getting their content removed? Yes. Because, you know, indecency or what do, what do they even call it? Like um, nudity. Yeah, like when they show like their, their, like their stomach. Yes. Yeah, like, I, it's so... How is that nudity? Can I just say, I mean, I see these men in, what, just shorts, and then these women get automatically banned, and it's just, it's the same thing over and over again. Like, you see, you see males on TikTok barely dressed, and you see a female fully dressed might show, like, her stomach, yeah, or... Yeah, like, if she wears a crop top, they'll just, like, mm, remove. Like, or if she has, like, a bathing suit on, okay, but a dude can wear a bathing suit. But a female cannot, because that's nudity. It's so weird. A female showed her shoulders up, and she had on, like, a tube top. So mm-hmm. they're like, oh, she's naked, delete. Yeah, and then right when you say something, they go, oh, so you're a feminist. Why is oh, being a feminist God. such a... It's the way they think feminism, like, what they think it means. Like, you say you're a feminist, and they're like, oh, my God, she's so radical. She wants to, like, destroy all men. No. When it literally means bring... Equity, bring equality of both genders, you know, have that equality in the workplace and, you know, everywhere. Yeah, there are some very radical feminists. I will not, like, you know, be blind to it. There are some fem- some females who are very against men and the aspect of men, but there are a majority of feminists. Yeah, just like feminism in itself. Yeah, but there are a lot of feminists who aren't, like, hate all men Men, 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 like exterminate. No, yeah, that's not that's what not feminist. Even what it, it, it's defined. It it's, that's no. not what it is, and ugh, all these negative connotations to it. Yeah, it's like honestly, that topic is just very annoying, and that's on one of the sides of TikToks that people don't like being on. But one of the reasons TikTok has grown mm-hmm. immensely is because of the good sides yeah. of TikTok. I mean, at the end of the day, it does have a lot of ethnic representation. Yes. Like, I see on my TikTok all these girls that are, you know, Muslim or wear hijab, and they have these really large platforms. Yes, I love it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, like makeup tutorials, or they're yeah. just being comedic. Like, like anything. Like, yeah. they're just being humanized, and it's what they want to release. And it's like they're, they're showing people that 
I'm not what these news networks tell you people I am. I'm not what these books tell you I am. Like, I'm a normal person. And I thought that was so great. And you see that with so many communities. Like, the indigenous community, I've... I'm so un- uneducated. Oh my goodness! In that particular um, area, and then we see all of these content creators releasing this content, educating everyone in such a great way. Yeah, like um, as some of you know, if you're um, consistent listeners, we were in a program named Generation of Promise. It's within a bigger organization called Focus Hope, and during our year-long program, we had a day where we learned about different cultures and. Mm-hmm. There was a very, very amazing indigenous woman who came in and just taught us so much about their culture. And she just talked so much about it. You remember what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And she just really, like, opened up a lot of our eyes because we really got to vote on what we wanted to learn more about. Yeah. And everyone... Like, equally voted on yeah, wanting to learn more about... They were going to do groups. They were splitting everything up. Like, everyone going to which group you want to learn about, which culture. Everyone wanted to hear what she had to say. And we just all made that into a large group. Yeah, we all just sat there and listened. And it was it was a great experience. Because then after that, I see so much TikTok representation yeah. of them. And their cultures, their dancing, their traditions. And I love it. It's so beautiful. And it's not talked about. TikTok is really known for uniting people together. And people from across the world are just connecting with each other because they hold these same ideals. And, I mean, do you remember when, like, the elections were happening? I mean, all over TikTok, the youth were, like, telling people, go out and vote and vote. And you you saw all these people that were like, I had no idea what a Republican or a Democrat was. I didn't know any of these um, issues. And they were just educated on them through TikTok. Yeah, TikTok... Um, does have some goods and it does have its bads. But then, like, if a lot of you aren't familiar with TikTok, TikTok is basically an app that's social media, <laughs> and you just post videos to it. And then there, when we speak of different sides of TikTok, it's because of the algorithm you basically create for yourself while on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're basically like if you if you like voice or you like like certain content. And you can also, like, dislike it basically by saying, like, you're not interested. But by doing that, you create this algorithm for yourself that lands you on whichever side of TikTok that you really want to be on. And, yeah, that's what we mean when we talk about different sides of it. And some sides are really great. Like, some sides are very uplifting. They educate people more and more on the different things that are going on, the different things that have happened, that have not been talked about, that have not been recognized. Like, Osmo was talking about the free Palestine. That was not talked about that much until TikTok. TikTok really blew it up because mm-hmm. I didn't know about it till I saw it on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's something I grew up knowing, but then, of course, like, I was so surprised when I saw it blow up on TikTok. Like, I'm so thankful, but, again, it, TikTok works really, really fast and very social justice, and, you know, the youth takes the most control of it. Um but honestly, TikTok, I'll never forgive them for their weird food Ugh. that they release on there. With the go, go ahead, Jasmine. <laughs> yeah, TikTok. If you're not on it, you do not know. But there's so many weird food obsessions, and they're honestly, they honestly sound so disgusting. And some people are like, "You just need to try it." Now I might go home and try one. Like I might Mm-mm. go try the mustard on I'm watermelon. I'm not trying the pickle <laughs> with the Ew. with the with Ugh. the gushers and the yeah. People are like gutting the inside of a pickle, putting like gushers and people are weird. 
like wrapping it in cotton candy. Why are you putting cotton candy on a pickle? Mm-hmm. But you know what I am thankful for about food? Um, you you can even like um, comment on this, but Korean mm-hmm. food and Korean culture yes. has blown up. Not even even before TikTok, it was like really starting to get popularity, but it just yes. blew up. And I mean, I love my K dramas. <laughs> And I don't want to say I'm a BTS fan because I know everyone's going to attack me and because they're going to ask me a bunch of questions I can't answer. So, but I mean, K-pop in general has blown up. There's so many K-pop groups that have like been recognized mm-hmm. and discovered. And I that's one thing I do like about TikTok is how much publicity it does bring to certain underrated artists and mm-hmm. groups. Like BTS, they blew up. Oh, goodness, they did. And then there's, like, so many, like, underrated singers and people. Mm-hmm. Like, I, TikTok made me discover this artist named Alex Isley. Love her. She's such a great singer. And there's so many, like, more singers and people that people have been talking about. And that also makes you think of cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Because TikTok made cancel culture spike. Like, canceling all these artists and yeah. all these celebrities. And if y'all are not familiar with cancel culture, Ozma can really explain <laughs> it to you. I mean, I don't know if there's anything to explain. Honestly, though, it's just a lot of these celebrities or people with, like, that fame or that platform. Um, you know, maybe something old about them got resurfaced. Yeah. Maybe they had a racist past or something. and Or maybe they just did something controversial, and that's being talked about a lot more. Usually when this happens... Um, they either get more popularity or they just get completely cut off and canceled. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, um, I can't really say I hate cancel culture. And I know people, I know people, it's bad because you need to give people a second chance. No. And, <laughs> no, I'm and, just you know, kidding. People but people can't work on themselves and get better if you, if you just keep this held over them and stuff like that. But honestly, at the end of the day, a lot of these people that are getting canceled are white people that you know live the most privileged life to privileged life I've ever seen and you know it won't hurt them to like get put down a little bit because you know I mean when Something. people started having that Dr. Seuss do you remember what was going on with Dr. Seuss yes yeah his books like people were canceling him and everything and people got so heated they're like this is my childhood you can't cancel these books like stop trying to take it into like a bigger meaning and things like that I did not feel sorry. I was like, cancel it and have fun because I did not grow up reading Dr. Seuss first. Yeah, um, there was a lot of things that got canceled. Like when um, this might be more so popular in the black community, but like Aunt Jemima um, pancake mix and stuff like that got canceled because basically the person on it was a black person. And basically it's just so much background to it. If you guys are interested in it, I just say do your research. Because it was just a lot. And so many people were like, that's the best pancake mix I ever had and so forth and so on. I'm not giving her up. It's like so many different celebrities and things. People are so against giving up. And I feel like sometimes some things are unforgivable. Yeah. Some things aren't as serious to cancel someone. Like sometimes people will be like, let's just cancel them. Yay. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, that's just stupid. And yeah. People are really quick to do that. But like in the serious cases... Like, when someone, when books are outright racist, like with the Dr. Seuss books, and de- they depict certain ethnicities in such a harmful way, you know, that's 
really harmful to the kids that grow up reading that and learn in that way. And that's why we don't want to let it go and people just go like, oh, it's my, it's my childhood. Well, we shouldn't have that kind of childhood. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of crazy that a lot of these things are happening because not only did cancel culture really spike, but um, what really people are trying to cancel are Karens. Well, I mean, Karens should be canceled. Yeah, cancel culture has really spiked, and especially when it comes to Karens, which is a very good thing. Yeah, it is, and especially, um, you know, like all those YouTubers, how they like when they used to say, or like celebrities when like they said the N word, or they like um wore had like dreads or something like that, and that information gets resurfaced about them, and then they always go, like, "Well, I was a kid, and I didn't yeah. understand." You know, I didn't understand what I was doing. That's just a horrible excuse. And I'm so thankful that those people are getting canceled. Yeah, because some, some of those people are like, I was young. How? Okay, <laughs> what? You're saying like you're 24, 25, and you're young, and you didn't know what you were talking about? I don't even know. I mean, I don't even know what they're saying. Because we've all had our phones for how long? I mean, we could. I've educated myself. And they go, look, my family taught me this. And like preach these things to me um everyone's family hold, parents hold different ideals than them well not yeah. everyone but you know you it's up to you and how you educate yourself and what you believe and like the karens they have no excuse yeah the karens are very prominent nowadays just like people being openly racist karens are being very openly first it was expressive. like barbecue becky wasn't that what she yeah. was called yeah it's it's evolved over time the white um, racist soccer mom, but yeah, they're never ending. And then like the dramatics, I can't, it's so much, but like, not only that, but like all these obsessions and trends spiked into like fashion and plastic surgery, but Mm -hmm. we're not really going to talk too much about the plastic surgery aspect. (laughs) Cause I mean, do what you want with your own body, but yeah, like fashion and food have expressed a lot. Yeah. Um, I love that mom jeans are back even though Jasmine hates them. Yeah. But I can't go back to skinny jeans because that's a millennial thing. Whatever. <laughs> Mom jeans. Okay, I might get some hate for this, but, like, I don't like them. Well, let me not say like them. She I don't like some of jeans. them. She likes okay, flare jeans. Okay, what's wrong with Do flare jeans? Do not take her opinion. What's Do wrong with flare jeans? <laughs> Everything is no. wrong. No, some mom jeans. I told you this. Some mom jeans are okay, but some of them are horrible, hideous disgusting throw them in the trash and burn them but some of them i might be okay with wearing but like me myself i feel like i can't pull off mom jeans the way some other people can so you will not catch me walking down the street in mom jeans it's the most iconic thing for my generation okay but this mom jeans are so old school that's why they're cute Everything's being brought back from the dead. <laughs> like, everything. Well, not low-rise. If anyone No, don't bring, bring those back. No, 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 no. Like, actually, if you try to bring back low-rise jeans... I will personally... Cancel. Cancel you. Yeah. I will personally, like, no. We're not yeah. doing mom... We're not, not mom jeans. We can do mom jeans. I, I might... I guess. They might grow on me or something, maybe. But low-rise jeans, let me catch... I will give you a belt <laughs> to pull your jeans up beyond where they're supposed to go and hold them there. Well, like, I mean, on that topic, <laughs> we're going to end this off because that's another conversation for another podcast. Um, keep holding on to your obsessions, even though if Jasmine hates them or not. <laughs> Hold on to what makes you Gen Z. And, you know, 
what side of TikTok you're on, wherever it may be, just not that. Don't be on the wrong side, please. Yeah. Um, food TikTok's great, though. <laughs> Except for the weird food. Yeah, that's true. We're all in different generations listening to this, and we all hold different opinions. But at the end of the day, we're all people, and <laughs> being people makes us different, and every person is not the same. So let's all appreciate our differences and yeah. continue on in life. Yeah. I hope you all have a great day, and I hope you all enjoyed listening. Do not wear low-rise jeans. Yes. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> no, okay. You can contact us through email at genofpromise at gmail.com, our Instagram and TikTok, Focus Hope, and hopefully we can keep having these in-depth conversations with you guys. Thanks for listening to Maturage, a safe space for youth to talk about their ish. Come back for more rants and diverse insights. Bye! podcast is brought to you by Focus Hope, a Detroit-based nonprofit pledging intelligent and practical action to overcome racism, poverty, and injustice.